This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back to Darwin and the City of Darwin Cup for Formula 3, also the V8 Utes. I hope you'll stay with us. Richard Crail caught up with Simon Hodge, the winner of the Formula 3 City of Darwin Cup, along with Ben Jerskakowski. We hear from Simon Hodge first. Well, Simon Hodge, you won the City of Darwin Cup. Congrats, that's a big one, that one. No, look, it's uh, one that we were really an anticipating a good result in. Coming into the weekend, we worked very, very hard to, to make it happen and to come away with the result that, that we're hoping for is fantastic. Starts. Still got to work on the starts, don't you? Because if, if there's a weakness, it seems like just getting off the lines, that little bit of a challenge still. Oh yeah, it's our Achilles heel for sure, and it's something that uh, we've highlighted as a weakness and we really need to work on going forth. The pace in the car is really, really good, and that was my saving grace this weekend, but look, the championship is, is that close, you can't afford to have a weakness like that, so it's high on the agenda to, to fix for the rounds coming. I know you would have loved to have dominated every race and led every lap, but is there an element of satisfaction in having to work your way through and overtake and pass for the lead like you did? Oh look, it's almost inevitable that uh, in a field this strong, guys like Ben and Chris, that you are going to have to work hard for it and, and you're not just going to have it all go your way. So it's, it's fantastic um, to have that dice and it's fully expected, but to be able to come out on top at the end of the day was, was a great feeling. Talk about that battle with Ben in the Super Pro, because that was a, a good move at Turn 1. It didn't look like there was much braking performance left in that car though. Yeah, look, it's... it's Pretty dirty line up the inside there. It's a big toe down this, this massive straight here, here in Darwin. So headwind as well gave me a little bit extra. But uh, yeah, look, it was it was a deep move and not much room. But um, Ben gave me the room I needed and uh, came off the end. Championship wise, back in the lead now. It's about 15 points there or about. Um, that's good, isn't it? Halfway point. That's a nice thing to have. Yeah, look, um, certainly can't take a minute's rest, but at the same time. Uh, first is the position you want to be in at this stage of the championship and we're just going to have to keep working as hard as we can to uh, stretch our legs and extend that lead from here. So Ben, I guess a good comeback from a challenging start to the weekend, second place, championship points, I guess in the end that's what matters. Yeah, definitely, after you know, what happened Friday and um, you know, we're hoping you know, just to gather points up and if that means you know, finishing fourth of the weekend, that's what happens, but you know, to get second that last race was um, unreal and I don't know how far we're behind Simon, but I don't think it'd be that much. Yeah, I think it's about 15 points, yeah. thank you, man. So not, not too much going into QR. Um, talk me through that race. Obviously, good start helped, good opening lap helped, and then you held him off for a couple of laps. Yeah, um, I was just focusing on the start for that race. I was just pushed hard to get good tyre temperature and good brake pressure. And, um, yeah, and off the start, I was just, just really focusing on the lights and counting down in my head when the lights were going to go out and just you know, modulating the throttle and everything and pluck second gear at the right time. and. You know, I had to push around, uh, around turn one just to make sure I was in the lead and um, I tried fighting off Simon as best I could but it's just a matter of um, when, not if, yeah. he's going to pass me so yeah. I've done my best, so yep. seconds I should have. Uh, and obviously home track next time out, must be looking forward to QR? Yeah, definitely looking forward to Queensland Raceway, um, you know, all the boys are going to be quick there so it's you know, a little bit of an advantage to us I guess but you know, uh, BRM they've got all the knowledge and everything there yes. so um, yeah, Chris Gilmore, he'll be there, so yep. um, hopefully we might be able to do some teamwork stuff, but yeah. we'll see what happens when we get there. Garnet Patterson, the winner of the national class in Formula 3. So, that was a good weekend, mate. Congratulations. I know the national class stuff is important, but it must have been nice to get your nose out in front outright as well. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, that was the aim with Chelsea not being here is to maximise the points, but yeah, I'm hoping to aim towards running at the front of the championship class this season too. So yeah. it was a good compliments boost on Saturday really because yeah. you know we were nowhere in practice and then to being out of life that was pretty pretty impressive I thought. So yeah, yeah I, was, I was happy with that and a bit disappointed with the race and this afternoon. But yeah, that's life. Yeah. Got hung out to dry and went from second to fifth or sixth or something like that. So yeah. But apart from that, it was a good weekend. Race yeah. Two, two yeah. I mean, it must be satisfying though to get get up the front because I know it hasn't been. It's been a challenging start to the year for you, hasn't it? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've been struggling big time, so to speak, um, up until this round. Um, the testing we did was pretty was pretty good, and I can't can't wait to get to Sydney. Uh, yeah. In the next couple of rounds, so I've been in Queensland before, so that'll be a new challenge. Every track so far this year's been a new, new yeah. track, so yeah, it'll be nice to get back to the home turf in a couple of rounds and see how we go. Yeah. Be yardstick against the new cars, but yeah, yeah, happy with that. Satisfying to race with those guys up front. Yeah, it's good. It's not really a surprise. What yeah, no, of course, absolutely. But yeah, it's, it's good. It's probably probably confidence boosted more than anything. Yeah. Going into yesterday, knowing that you can race with them and you know, yeah, you're there or thereabouts. Yeah. On money, so it's pretty good. Yeah. Good job. And uh, thoughts on racing in Darwin and this event? Yeah, it was good. Good event. Uh, weather was good. Yeah. Um, can't complain about the weather. Yeah. Everyone's crying about the weather, but yeah, it's quite good. Yeah, good atmosphere. The fans were pretty. Tune in each weekday morning for a fast-paced look at V8 supercars with Supercars Today. It's, it's no fun back there, trust me, trust me. It's no fun at all. It's a short, sharp look at what's happening across the V8 supercars world. You'd be a proponent of that because you're not paying it for it. So I can promise you that um, ultimately for the people who are paying for it, it's not. A, it will never happen. Supercars Today, each weekday morning at sportradio.com.au or sign up for the podcast today. In the V8 Ute Series, it was David Cedars who extended his championship advantage in what was an exciting weekend of racing. Yeah, it's good. Uh, so another round win. So two from three this this year. We had a, a bit of a, uh, I don't know what moment at Perth. We weren't bad, but we weren't horrible. And we lost a lot of points. Come back here, we're back to, to our strengths, which was good. Two race wins, which more importantly, and finally that round win here. I've never had it. I've, I've tied, and then the countback has worked against me and all that sort of stuff. So finally, no one can steal it from me. And the 10th anniversary of the Utes coming to Tin Valley as well. Yeah, it's awesome. To, to do it then is even more special. Um, it, it's been great to, to have people like the Hogsworth come on board for the Ute Series. We, we sort of need it as a category, and um, yeah... Um, to do it the 10th anniversary with Hogsbreath and me, it's good. All right, obviously, uh, with finding what you'd lost at Perth, getting it back here, onwards and upwards for the uh, rest of the year. Yeah, definitely, yeah. We, uh, we we know what went wrong at Perth. That's the, that's the biggest thing we can recognise what went wrong. Um, we fixed that and hopefully we know that those issues, when they do arise again, we can... Uh, pretty well get on top of it straight away. We've pretty much got to set up every track we go to. There's only sort of one circuit that we're, we're half uh, not afraid of, but hoping we can do it better than we have, and that's Townsville, the next one coming up. So it's, it's sort of been a track where I've, I've come forth before. I haven't really impressed on the, on the top three there for whatever reason. I, I think I've qualified in the top three there, but that's about as good as it gets, so we've got to work our stuff up around Townsville, which... The group of guys we've got are pretty smart. I'm pretty sure we'll do it. Well, all the best and congratulations once again. Cheers. Thanks. 
Each week, find out what the men behind the V8 news know and what the drivers and teams are going to do next. It's interviews and opinions on inside supercars. Well, they don't call 200Ks, they call it a, you know, a 200 race, don't they? Isn't that how it works? Perth 400? Doesn't necessarily have to add up to 400Ks. Tune in for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. Mark Walker caught up with Todd Kelly ahead of this weekend's Townsville race for the V8 Supercars. Todd Kelly, Townsville this weekend, another hot event. A bit of practice up in Darwin. How do you think you'll go? Yeah, looking forward to getting back in the car. Darwin ended a little bit short for us with... um, having a, a bit of damage on the right rear of the number seven car and it was actually quite pacey and that race uh, in particular on the Sunday. So um, a little bit of unfinished business. be good to get to Tansville and, and see how the cars go. It's a, a pretty uh, tough turnaround for all the guys. Um, we've, I've barely got time to have all my driving suits uh, washed and dried and in that time they've got to turn the cars around so it's a pretty pretty heavy couple of days for the guys back at the workshop and uh, once we get the cars there, it, um, it should all be smooth sailing. So looking forward to getting on the track and seeing how it goes. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Till next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.